there. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you are with us. I'm Pastor Terry. Welcome on in if you're new. And if you've been here before, glad you came back to see us. We're in the book of 1 Kings. And here's why we're studying 1 Kings, just to remind you. If you believe, and maybe you know from personal experience, I hope not, but it's possible you do. I know it's true of me, that people can fall away from the Lord. If you believe that's true, then 1 Kings is for you. If you believe nations can fall away from the Lord, then 1 Kings is for you. If you believe churches, the people of God, I mean, people that really love God, if you believe they can fall away from the Lord, then 1 Kings is for you. We've been looking at 1 Kings chapter 1, and we're down, down to verse 28. Let me tell you what has happened. David has gotten old, <laughs> real old. He's gotten a little bit disconnected from the kingdom. He's been informed that Adonijah, one of his sons, has declared himself to be king. He didn't go through the process of David anointing him king. He just said, hey, David's old. I want to be king. He's disconnected, so I'm going to go out and be the king. So he got the commander of the army, a couple of priests, and some other leaders to come with him to declare him king, and that's what's been going on. And so David's found out about that. Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, came to him, and Nathan, a faithful prophet of God, a consistent prophet of God, a man that can be trusted, and a guy named Zadok came to him and said, hey, look, this is what's going on. Is this what you want, or do you want something different? So remember, now, in First and Second Kings, we're going to see the decline of the nation of Israel. We're going to see the slide, and it's a steady slide. It's not a drop-off. It's a slide. It, it's a tipping point, right? I mean, we all know this. Most organizations, most companies, and almost all churches that fail don't fail because of one event. They fail because there's a series of smaller events that happen, and you reach what Malcolm Gladwell called the tipping point. You come to the place where it just tips over and it can't be recovered. This is what's going to happen with the nation of Israel. But see this right now. It hasn't started yet. David, a godly king, is still in charge. So let's look what happens when he hears about this insurrection, this traitorous activity from even one of his own sons. Let's see what he does beginning in verse 28. It says this, Now then King David answered and said, Now call Bathsheba to me. So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king swore, saying, As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my soul out of every adversity, as I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, saying, Solomon, your son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne in my place. Even so will I do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground, paid homage to the king, and said, uh, May my Lord King David live forever. So the first thing we got to know about godly kings, they don't lie. Godly leaders don't lie. Godly pastors don't lie. Godly school teachers don't lie. I know this sounds like, you know, elementary school stuff, like, you know, preschool, Sunday school, don't lie. But it's amazing how many people move into leadership and they promise and say things this way, but then they renege and go that way. I've got a friend, I know a situation, and I'm not going to reveal a lot of information because I want to protect everybody, but there's a church I knew about and I know about. There's a great church, strong church um, in the Southeast. The pastor brought in a young minister and said to him, you're going to take over after me. Well, a couple years later, he didn't do it. And he lied. He basically, he did not tell the truth. He did not uphold his word. So rather than the church moving ahead unscathed, this young minister, with his hurt feelings, not feeling like he was honored or respected, left, took about a thousand people out of the church with him and started another church. Now, did both churches do okay? Yeah. The mother church did recover, 
but there was damage, hurt feelings, and listen, broken fellowship between brothers and sisters that took years to heal, and some of them haven't been healed even today. So understand that when a leader, a pastor, or leader gives their word, it is vital that they keep it to the absolute best of their ability. So the first thing we see here is David's a godly leader, and he didn't lie. So let's look on and see what, what happened with David. Then King David said, call to me Zadok the priest. He was a faithful guy. Nathan the prophet, he was a faithful guy. And Benaiah the son of Jeodiah, he was a faithful guy. So they came before the king and said to the king, now take with you the servants of the Lord of Solomon and Solomon, ride on my own mule, bring him down to Gion, and let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet there anoint him king over Israel. Then blow the trumpet and say, Long live King Solomon. You shall then come up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne in my place. And I have appointed him to be the ruler over Israel and over Judah. So what happened? So, and Benaiah the son of Jehadiah answered and said to the king, Amen. May the Lord, the God of my Lord, the king, say so. And the Lord has been with my Lord, the king, even so may he be with Solomon. So he's saying, hey, look, Benaiah saying, hey, just as the Lord's been with you, David, may the Lord be with Solomon. This is the right thing. This is a good thing. You're keeping your word. You're having integrity. You're standing up. This is all good. And then he said, may Solomon, the king, make May Solomon's throne be greater than the throne of King David, long live the king. So he's saying this, look, what you're doing is the right thing. What you're doing is a strong thing. Because here's what's happened. Adonijah had the commander of all the armies on his side. Had two or three real popular priests on his side. Had all the other king's sons on his side. The king, king David had more than just a couple sons. They were all on Adonijah's side. So in very late in his life, in a very advanced age, in a declining physical condition, guess what happens with godly leaders? Two things. One, they don't hit the road. <laughs> now, what I mean by hit the road? Hit the road is a military phrase. It means retired on active duty. He didn't do that. He stays connected at this point. Now, he drifted a little, but he came back and he's connected. And the second thing that he demonstrated was courage. David said, wait a minute. I don't care if you have all the armies. I'm the king. God put me here, and I'm going to do the right thing. Godly leaders stand up in the midst of chaos, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of traitorous activities. Godly leaders stand their ground, and that's exactly what David did. So then finally we see this. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet, Benaiah the son of Jehoda, uh, and the Cherisites and the Pelethites uh, went down and had Solomon ride the king's mule and go to Gion. There's Zadok the priest and blew the horn and 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 and, uh, and uh, anointed him with oil and anointed Solomon. Then they blew the trumpet and said uh, to all the people, "Long live Solomon the king!" And the, now look at this. And all the people went up after him, playing the pipes and rejoicing with great joy, so that the earth was split by their noise. Final point is this: when godly leaders lead, God's people rejoice, and the earth moves. Right now, there are churches, there are leaders that need to hear this. If you will be godly, listen, if you will be honest and trustworthy, okay, if you will have courage and stay connected, the people around you will have joy. They will, they, listen, it will spring up within them from inside through the power of the Holy Spirit. They will have joy. And guess what else? They can move mountains by the power of the Spirit. But leaders have to lead. Man, I pray you're in a context where you have great godly leaders. Because if you are, 
Guess what you're experiencing? You know it. Unbelievable grace for every day of your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Now, Father, be with us as we live for you. Help every leader, Lord, right now be empowered by the Holy Spirit to live with honesty and integrity, to not hit the road, but to stay connected with courage and to be godly so people will rejoice and the gospel will advance. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen and amen. Well, hey, God's blessings on you. And guess what? We'll see you right here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.